stepping aside to uh, so that we can talk about falconry and uh, an evening with raptures at the Powder Valley Nature Center to talk about falconry. Megan Duffy Yates, Master Falconer. Megan, welcome to Big 550 KTRS. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm so fascinated by this. I had a chance to sort of um, see falconry up close on one of my trips to Europe. It's not very well known here, but what exactly is the sport of falconry? So falconry is where we utilize trained birds of prey to hunt wild quarry. It's over 8,000 years old. Uh, you do have to have better, uh, federal and state permits to do it. But, uh, yeah, it's a growing sport here in the state. I would say nationwide you probably have 5,000 people, but we're just basically chasing wild game with uh, trained birds of prey. Okay, let's go back. Before we go forward, let's go back. <laughs> okay. This goes back to the beginning of man, does it not, in a sense? In a sense, yes. Um, we originally thought it originated in either Central Asia or uh, somewhere in the Middle East, but just recently they're doing some archaeological digs in Turkey and have actually found figurines of some Turkish gods holding falcons. So we know that man, about 8,000 years ago, were using birds of prey. Um, it didn't really get written into history until about 5,000 years ago, and somebody somewhere saw a bird kill something and thought, well, I could use that and get my food that way. So the falcons were trained by humans, and there was some type of symbiotic relationship between the two for all these years. Yes, yes. So it's all food motivation for our birds. Um, they don't really, I don't want to say they love us. I don't like putting human emotions with an animal. Uh, they tolerate us. It's kind of like a coworker. You know, you, you see them for a while, you feed them, you hang out with them. They know that with a human, their their chances of catching wild game go up. And so they tolerate us for the fact that they get a good hunt in and then they get fed at the end of the day. Really interesting. Is a falcon, is, is that the bird or is that the name of the sport? What, what kind of bird is this? So the sport is called falconry, um, but in within the sport, we can hunt with a multitude of different birds. There's... The birds are broken down into falcons, eagles, hawks, owls, and vultures. We're not allowed to hunt with vultures, of course. I mean, who wants to catch dead animals? Um, but we do utilize all the other birds of prey that fall into those categories within the United States. So you could use an eagle to go falconry? You can. Uh, we are allowed to use golden eagles. Um, we have kind of a class system, so there's an apprentice. There's general and there's a master falconer, and, and it all comes down to how many years you've done falconry. Master falconers are allowed to hunt with golden eagles. We have one here in the state, uh, in Missouri, that hunts with a golden eagle, and he may be there at the program for people to see a golden eagle up close. But a lot of the guys uh, are out west, and they're hunting jackrabbits with their golden eagles. Megan Duffy Yates, how did you get into this? So it's kind of a crazy story. I grew up in Dallas, Texas, and there, there's a place there called Medieval Times. And as a small child, uh, I would go there. It's kind of like the, the Dolly Parton Stampede in Branson. You go and, you know, you it's a dinner and a show. And uh, as a small kid, I watched their royal falconer fly birds around, and I grew up hunting and fishing. And uh, I realized I could actually, you know, instead of hunting with a bow, what's more primitive than hunting with a bow? Oh, let's hunt with a bird. So I got into it that way. Mm. And so are there, is there a season for falconry in Missouri? Are there hunts? Do you go out on a Saturday at the 
at the uh, Bush Wildlife Preserve and just send your bird out to pick up a rabbit or a, a rat or something and bring it back? So we do have to follow all regular game seasons. I actually hunt with a peregrine, so I have to follow migratory uh, game seasons on ducks. Uh, but then for my fellow falconers who hunt with, let's say, red-tailed hawks or hunting squirrels and rabbits, we have a specific falconry season that allows us to, to hunt beyond the uh, regular gun season. Uh, and we can take one head a game with our falconry permit outside of the regular gun season. Uh, this is nothing to fool around with. you got to know what you're doing or you could cause some serious trouble, could you not? You could, yeah. Um, our birds, of course, have you know sharp talons, hook beaks. Um, and so you got to be mindful of them, and uh, you also have to be mindful of all game laws. So, you know, like I said, we're all federally and state permitted to have these birds. You have to take a test, and it's a 100-question test. You have to pass with an 80%, um, and then we have an apprentice system. So you have to be an apprentice and learn under a general or master falconer for two years. And you also have to find a sponsor, so you have to bring somebody into the program? Uh, so the sponsor would be a practicing falconer. And, uh, yeah, it's a commitment of two years, and uh, once you find your sponsor, you get all your necessary equipment. Uh, you have to build uh, what we call a muse. It's, it's a house that the, your bird of prey lives in, and then you get inspected to make sure everything meets, you know, standards for that bird of prey, and then you get to go out, and uh, we are allowed to trap juveniles from the wild. So juvenile red-tailed hawks usually are what apprentices start with. And uh, the reason why we can take juveniles is because they're not part of the breeding population. And 70 to 80 percent of all birds that are born in the spring will be dead before their first birthday. So as a falconry bird, their chances of survival actually skyrocket. And so you have your bird of prey like somebody would have their gun or somebody would have their their fishing pole. Kind of. Um, With a gun and a fishing pole, you can take it out. You use it once or twice a season. Well, if you're fishing, I guess you can do it more. Sure. But then when you get home, you can just put it in your closet, right, and forget about it. With the bird, though, it's a commitment. It's like a dog or a cat. I have to feed it. We have to weigh them every day. Uh, so it's a little different. I, I go out and hunt with them, and I come back, and I have to make sure that they're safe, that they're warm, that they're secure, and that they've got food and water. So tell me about this evening at the Powder Valley Nature Center. So it's going to be next Friday, uh, January 26th. It'll be from 7 to 9 going to be at the nature center it is free for the public to come to but they do have to register and to do that they can go to mdc.mo.gov and then there'll be a st louis events tab and from there they can find it uh they can just register on there um i do know i've done this now five years and they usually fill up so really? if the family wants to get out oh yeah the the whole auditorium will be full what they'll do is i'll present a program first kind of i have some really cool pictures go over what falconry is and then afterwards uh we have a lot of area falconers that'll be there and the public gets to come through see our equipment and actually get to see our birds um is there an age limit nope no age limit everybody is welcome what about to train to be a falconer do you have to wait till you're 16 or uh so for to do falconry you actually have to be i believe it's 14 we've changed the age age limit so it may be 12 i could be wrong it's 12 to 14 um, but I always stress to, to, to people wanting to get involved, this is a, a lifetime commitment. Um, you know, the bird comes before you because you're, you are taking the bird from the wild. So it's, it's up to you to make sure that bird's comfortable and, and taken care of. Especially for kids, I have to make sure people understand it's a very expensive sport. And if they can't drive, it's up to the parents to get those kids out and get them hunting. I hunt my bird five to six days a week. 
So it, it's a time commitment. Five to six days a week, even so. Uh, so there isn't a season. You you do this every week. Uh, until we get into the summertime. So late spring is when it starts to become kind of breeding season. We'll put the birds up. They do what's called molting. So that's when they lose their feathers. So we want them nice and fat so they can grow out their feathers nice and healthy. So from about October 1st till the end of, well, to mid-March is when I'm hunting. Wow. So So how many licensed falconers are in the state of Missouri? In the state, we have roughly 100 licensed falconers. Wow. Uh, and it really is a relationship you have with the bird. You didn't you didn't want to mention it's love, but you, you definitely have some type of relationship with your bird. Yes, it's a working relationship. Um, they, they, they figure out pretty quickly that the human, we're kind of like their beagle. We, get, we help get the game moving for them, and uh, they pick up pretty quickly what we're there for, and they don't forget, and they're very smart animals. What do you hunt when you hunt with them? I hunt right now. I have a peregrine falcon, and so I hunt ducks with my bird. Um, I have friends that have red-tailed hawks, and we'll hunt rabbits and squirrels with those. And, and what do you do with the ducks when you catch them? I eat them. <laughs> what, a, what an unbelievable story. Uh, all right, uh, Megan Duffy Yates, who has, must really like duck, I guess. Um, <laughs> Master Falconer, what do we need to know about next Friday? Where do we go? Where do we sign up? And how does all that work? They just go to mbc.mo.gov. Uh, and then from there, there'll be a St. Louis events tab. They'll click on that, and they should see evening uh, evening for Raptors uh, listed down there. And they just go up there, register. It's free to sign up. The event starts at 7, but the doors will open at 6. Yeah, what a great story. Megan Duffy Yates, be safe out there. Thanks for being such a great teacher, and have a good weekend. You too. Thank you for having me.